Hey everyone, uh, it's been a long time, but we're happy to welcome you back to Physical Kids Weekly. I'm Clara. And I'm Danny. And we're here just to have a kind of conversation about the trailer, which was released, what, a week or two ago? Yeah, just about. Yeah, so um, I think like you were both pretty excited <laughs> by everything that we saw, feeling confused by some of it, I imagine. <laughs> Definitely. Where do you want to start? What was the like big thing that stood out to you, Danny? There was a lot. I mean, <laughs> I, I was I was so happy to see Todd, Todd. in the trailer. <laughs> I have a big note here, Todd. <laughs> Todd. <laughs> um, and he's basically Elliot. What do you mean? Season one Elliot at this point. Like, just the way he's dressed, he's like introducing someone to the school. He's literally being Elliot <laughs> in like the first episode. Well, he always wanted to be, and now Elliot's out of the picture, so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He gets his chance. And he was, um, there was another scene in there where he was like with Julia doing something with a magical orb, which I think was maybe that like. I don't know if that was a battery or like there's something that was in last season that they were maybe, is that what they were capturing all the magic in? I think so. It was like, what was it even called? <laughs> God, it's been too long. Something random, something random, like a schism or something weird. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot. Penny, and there's Penny and Penny in the same scene. Yes, which I think means that we're getting Penny Prime back. So all those haters who are like... Penny Prime is gone forever, which I think included Arjun. Yeah. <laughs> I As soon as I saw it, I was like, I knew it. There's no way they would pass up the opportunity to have, like, both Arjuns. I know, right? But they did both have their shirts on, so it wasn't, like, season one consistent. True. <laughs> There's also the Josh and... Josh and, and Margot. Uh, Josh and Margot. That's really out of left field. Like, super out of left field. Well, I don't know. So in the books, doesn't she say something at some point about how, like, he's the only one that she hasn't slept with and she kind of regrets it? She does. And then there's there is a comment that she makes. What was it last season where she's oh, like, yeah. or was it two seasons ago now where she's like, I kind of want to fuck Josh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and then so that later scene where you like see her on the floor and a thing over and like some giant animal over her head. I think the uh, sexually transmitted lycanthropy is coming back. Yes, that's <laughs> bound to come back at this point. Um, I have to say that one of the dumb things that I was excited about was just um, getting a nice close-up view of the space Cheerios, enough to see that they're like worlds. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think now I can see that they're toroids, so I guess they're not technically Cheerios, but I'm still going to call them space Cheerios for like ever. <laughs> I mean, it does look like a space cereal of some sort. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think there's a... there's like a ton to be excited about and I am really excited about all of it. Did you watch the um Facebook Live of event at all? I caught like 10 minutes of it, um but it was mostly happening I think while I was at work. <sighs> yeah. I tried to catch up on it. It was pretty interesting like oh, some of the stuff, but mostly it was just a lot of like no spoilers. Yeah. So, I mean, that was pretty common, but um, one of the things that they happen to mention is that I'm pretty sure Elliot is Monster Elliot, like, all season. Yeah, well, I mean, how could he not be? I think that's got to be, yeah. like, the big, right? Like, the, 
without magic back, I think he's kind of stuck that way. And if the whole season is about them, like figuring out how to undo what the, the damage that the library has done. It seems like Julia figures it out first. Yeah. And then kind of goes about telling everyone. <laughs> um, I don't know if, I have a feeling it's going to be one of those, like, she's going to go and she's going to find out. I don't know how she's going to find out, but she's probably going to tell Quentin, then slowly tell everyone else. But some people probably won't believe it. Mm. Well, or maybe she finds Todd first, and that's why Todd plays such a big role. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm just so excited that Todd is coming back and that it looks like he's getting, like, a real role. Like, he's going to be not just the the comic relief. <laughs> we'll see. They might have given us too many glimpses of Todd and then just letdowns. One one thing that we didn't mention, I was like looking for everyone. Okay, so there's a couple things. One, um, what's the ah, what's the name of a uh, Rizwan's character? Pickwick. Yeah, he's back, which I find kind of alarming that he's like that he's like uh, Fen's advisor. <laughs> they gave him his job back. I know, but why? I don't remember all the details from the end of that. I mean, I guess it was like a mercy thing, but it still feels weird to me that like... It was kind of one of those like... Um, it seemed like Margot gave him the job back because he knew what he was talking about when it came to Fillory for the most yeah. part. It was like... It was kind of one of those like, you can come back, but we're going to be watching you. So... Um, and then I caught a a very tiny glimpse of, of, um, of, uh, Rafe with, Mm -hmm. uh, with Fen and Josh, I think it was, or was that Margo and Josh in around that table? It was was like a quick shot. I think it was Fen. I think it was Fen. Yeah. So, and they had some kind of like fancy box that they were examining the insides of. So, um, hopefully that means we're going to get to see, a lot more of Rafe this season, too. Hopefully they're not opening, like, Pandora's box or something. <laughs> well, that's what we thought was going to happen at the end of last season, so... <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I feel like it's not off the table that Pandora's box will happen at some point. <laughs> no, perhaps it was literally on that table. But, um... <laughs> first dad joke of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other thing I caught was there's that scene of somebody who I think is, I think it's Jason. I think it's Quentin like rolling, like doing a like drop and roll at one point, like right before that in that series of clips. And, uh, when I slowed it down, he's holding a teddy bear. A teddy bear? Yeah, he's holding a teddy bear. So at some point this season, we're going to see an important teddy bear. (laughs) It's going to be like, um, I don't know if you've ever, do you watch any of the... DC like superhero shows at all? No, though I need to I need to watch DC Legends because I wanted to see Sergio's episode. Yes, I I need to catch up because that show is actually really weird. Like it's a lot of people describe Legends as uh, like someone taking like just like some Dungeons and Dragon dies and just like like rolling it and they're like that's the story for like this episode because it's just so fucking like. Bizarre. Um, <laughs> I have a friend who did that for Nanarimo this year. She like literally did like Duns- Dungeons and Dragons to like rolling dice to pick what her next plot line was. <laughs> I know those have actual names. Those die, yeah, yeah. and we're probably going to sound really well, like a D twenty. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what the, yeah uh, but someone says that that's probably the way they write legends. I wouldn't be surprised. It's pretty <laughs> off the wall. Um, but yeah, I need to catch up on that. But I only say it because there's this like 
little stuffed bear called Bebo, who is in like most of the shows, like almost like a running gag. Hmm. It's like this like animatronic little stuffed bear with (laughs) it's in like at least at least all of them, I think, has had a cameo appearance, at least all the shows. It's it's hard to have like any real theories based just off a trailer, but my my silly pet theory about that teddy bear is that um, Quentin is babysitting uh, like the Elliot demon, <laughs> so <laughs> and that's why he has a teddy bear. He's like, yes, let's play with the well, teddy bear. They were left off together <laughs> the last we saw in the actual show, so that's true, Brian. <laughs> Brian. So, yeah, why don't we transition then? Do you have any theories about season four? Like, what what are your predictions? What do you think is going to happen? I don't know too much. I know. It's a hard question. It's a hard question because, like, they have that whole dystopian feel going on Mm -hmm. at the same time as absurdity. Um, I'm trying to think because, like, I mean, we've completely departed from the books at this point. Like, it is not at all in book territory um more than likely a lot of the characters will feel and be out of character at times this season as well i think i i mean i I have a good feeling that elliot like they'll figure it out i think i think they'll actually like have a slightly happy ending at this yeah at the end of this (laughs) i mean i think from the trailer they're gonna like figure out their identities identities pretty early on yeah, I, I think it would probably be one episode tops of them being those characters 100%. Um, one prediction I have is I think there's going to be a lot of new characters this season. Um, there seems to be a lot of new characters. I actually realized yeah. that while I was watching the trailer. <laughs> um, and I remember, I feel like I remember Sarah saying at some point that like season four they were expecting to be like a lot closer to book three. Um, and from the trailer, you can't see much of that, but I was kind of wondering if like the apartment that they have is going to be like, kind of like the apartment, like Plum's apartment in, Mm -hmm. in the third book where they're sort of using that as like a safe place to figure out, to like, I mean, it, it clearly is a safe house of some sort because there's that line that like Fogg says about like, if they know who they are, then the library, if they figure out their identities then the library will know and I can't imagine that, like, that is actually happening. So I, and, right, like, you can see when they come through the mirror and they, like, look at themselves in the mirror that they look different in the mirror. So I feel like there's something going on there that, like, keeps them safe oh, from... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, keeps them safe from library knowledge. So I was kind of wondering if, like, this is going to be the place where they, like, start I mean, doing I'm, all sorts of shit. <laughs> I'm curious as to how, like, they're going to get back in touch with, like, Fillery because like it has mm-hmm. to happen at some point. Fen clearly seems like she's trying to figure out what's going on with them. There seems to be some sort of back and forth, and it might be like a mirror, like a portal or something. Yeah, well, and the there's there's one point where I think Alice is doing some kind of magic over what looks like one of the fountain covers. Mm-hmm. So that kind of made me wonder if there was some involvement there. Though Alice's storyline is, like, such a mystery to me. <laughs> like, yeah. clearly we're getting and some then, Cassandra shit, but... <laughs> and she's trying to become, like, a master magician, too. Mm-hmm. They talk about that as well. Um, there's the Penny Julia stuff, too. Uh, yeah, say more about that. They have a moment there. 
I don't know how I feel about that. Do you think it's Penny 40? or I assumed it was Penny 40 and not Penny, Penny Prime. Yeah, I'm assuming it's Penny 40. Because he, like, was with her before. Yeah. I just, I still think, I still think Penny 40 is bad news. And I think, like, that scene where you see the two pennies together... I don't know. I think there's something sketch going up there, going on up there. And I think like Penny 40 and Marina 40 are like there to fuck up some shit. <laughs> Potentially. I'm curious if we'll see reemergences of like old characters. Um, Who are you thinking? Like, I just feel like, like you know, if you're going to set them up in these like false lives, like maybe see like some old characters like, um, like even Julia's ex fiance slash. Yeah. Quentin's old best friend, James. James. <laughs> yeah. be a per- perfect person to throw back in there randomly in season four. Yeah. There was some guy, definitely not James, like doing magic in front of a yeah, fence at one point. I have no idea. Who the hell is he? <laughs> I know. I saw that guy and I was like, who's that guy? <laughs> kind of looks like a Quentin knockoff. <laughs> he does a little bit. Yeah. But it didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for what's coming. <laughs> I, I actually love Quentin's hair this season. I feel like it's, like, the perfect length. Isn't that kind of what it was in, like, the pilot before, like, two months went by? And, and his yeah. hair was, like, three inches longer, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. A, it's a little bit shorter, like, yeah. now. But, yeah, it's it's more similar to pilot hair. Yeah. Do you think we'll see um, other timelines again in this, in this season? Like, other than 40? I think that would be cool. I think it would be cool to see... Um, like timelines that are more reflective of like what we actually saw in the books. Like even if it like meant like a different actor playing like that character. Like I think at some point it would be cool to just do like a one-off episode like that. Yeah. I mean, I think those are, I I don't know. I think it's fun to like do those explorations. And I, I always like watching the actors get to like challenge themselves in that way and get to like step out of their comfort zones. Mm Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, we're going to keep this short because it is just a trailer after all, but uh, three things that you're most excited for in season four. Todd. <laughs> always Todd. Always Todd. That's, we always lead with Todd. Um, I'm excited for this like dystopian regime. It'll be interesting. I always like to see what like people do with different genres when it comes to like doing that like trope. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. And... Um, I'm really excited to see Monster Elliot just because it looks like Hale's crushing it. <laughs> yeah, those are good ones. I think mine are, I mean, I also agree with you about Todd. There's just no way not to be excited about Todd. Um, <laughs> we have an entire minute and a half clip of us saying Todd in a single episode. So clearly we're very big Todd fans. Um, I'm really excited about Penny Prime coming back. Uh, I just am so interested in his storyline, and I would have been super disappointed if he just, like, ate a cupcake and we never saw him ever again. I know. (laughs) Which is why I didn't buy that shit. Um, (laughs) You know, and the other thing I'm excited about, which we didn't see any evidence of in the trailer, is season four musical episode. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to like figure out even like what kind of thing it'll be, what kind of tone. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe something more poppy, like more like uh like modern. Maybe. Cause they 
because I wouldn't really count season one uh, Quentin scene as like a true musical scene. So, I mean, they did pop then, but like, I feel like it might be something a little bit more, more modern. Yeah. And I think like, I really want Quentin to have like a, a leading singing role in that. I don't know if Jason would that. ever allow that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know, I know that, I know that it's always like a battle for some of them. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Summer doesn't like singing, neither does Olivia, and Jason is said he's pretty tone deaf, so. I would also accept, like, a rap battle between Elliot and Todd. <laughs> that would be, <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> this is just me being ridiculous, listing the strangest things. Though, of course, still, my number one musical request is for Todd to sing, I Just Can't Wait to Be King. Yeah, exactly. Now that there's a Lion King remake, he kind of has to. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts before we uh, sign off on this? I was excited about the X-Men comment. That was... Oh, yeah. That made me laugh. Because <laughs> it, it also made me think of, like, how Le- Levis talked about how, like, X-Men was really helped him inspire yeah. the, that series in general, so... Yeah. It was funny. Which, speaking of comics, just to remind everyone that there is a graphic novel of the magicians that's being developed right now, and you should all follow the artist, uh, P.S. Bach, on Twitter and Instagram, because he's, like, posting all sorts of updates from that pretty much at least a few times a week, if not daily. It's pretty interesting to see his interpretations of the the characters, because they are more based off of the book. Definitely. It is the book, right? Yeah. I mean... It's just from Alice's point of view. That those the like Penny and Josh can only be book Penny and book Josh. Yeah, <laughs> I liked seeing Elliot because I feel like a lot of people forget that like he kind of had like slightly messed up teeth yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> that he wasn't yeah. just gorgeous like Hale is. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they definitely Holly Hollywooded the the magicians cast. That's for sure. <laughs> Which is fine. I don't mind it at all, but yeah. Well, and I mean, I I actually have to say that like it it's kind of hard to see the book ver like what I perceive of as the what I perceive as the book version of Penny <laughs> again when I've gotten so used to Arjun playing him. I I don't mind. I I hate book Penny so much. Mm-hmm. So I and I love Arjun and I love his portrayal of Penny. So there's so many more layers there. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. So thanks everyone for joining us for um, this random chat about the Magician's trailer. We only have what, like six, seven weeks, seven weeks to go until we get new episodes. Um, So that's really exciting. And uh, we look forward to seeing you then. As usual, um, if you like our show, uh, make sure to leave us a nice review on on iTunes and Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Physical Kids Pod. Mind slide.
Um, um, an important teddy bear. 